You're not judging people. People are giving you their own answers. You're not judging them. You're asking them questions like, one of the questions on this quiz is, are parties better when you get there? Are parties not good when you're not there? Some people write they're horrible when I'm not there. I mean, there's some people so delusional, they think nobody's having fun at any parties on planet Earth until you come. That's trouble. So this right here, confidence ego factor, the way I kind of changed, uh, um, created this quiz, it's one to a hundred. It's pretty easy to understand. A hundred is the maximum, one is the minimum. So you got a 40. What that means is, now scientists would call this narcissism, would, or there's another more advanced quiz called the narcissism inventory quiz. This is actually divided up into six different things. I'm gonna draw it here. Put the uh, comments here to this one. So let me, I'm gonna write some too. So number one, think of it this way. When we're talking about your worldview, and you'll see how this pertains to what career you should choose, who you should marry, who you should keep in your life, friends, people you should cut out of your life. So you got a 40 on a scale of one, to 100. So there's, there's the middle point, you're right there. For all of you who got between one and 50, I'm gonna kind of divide this up into four break points. There's about four main break points. And by the way, you need to have everyone you know take this quiz, it's free. I'm not trying to make money off your friends. Um, it's just very valuable. All your business partners, anybody you're gonna date, marry, friends, you should have your family take it. So this quadrant is quadrant A. That's basically zero to 25. This is quadrant B, 25 to 50. C, this is up to 75, and that's obviously D. Okay, so if you're in the A zone, that means you're basically very easy to get along with because you don't think the world revolves around you, okay? Um, scientists call this quiz, this result here, a test of your exploitativeness. Now that's for the, the free quiz is tylopez.com slash quiz. I'm going to put a link for a more advanced. I've got a paid version of this that some of you want to get into. I'll put that. That's tylopez.com slash life quiz. That's more advanced. Don't do that right now. I'll put the link up in a second. You can start with the free one at tylopez.com slash quiz. So this is like an ultra nice person, okay? They don't much think about themselves. They pretty much go with the flow. They're very agreeable. The kind of profession, if you're here, a lot of times like a nurse would be good. Somebody who's in a profession, charity work. Somebody who really cares about others and doesn't care that much about their own needs. At least they don't put themselves first. They're, and they're not, usually not very tricky. now. There is a more advanced way to break down this narcissism, which goes into six factors. You have authority, superiority, self-sufficiency, exploitativeness. Uh, then you have uh, exhibitionism, vanity. And uh, actually there's, a, there's, yeah, the seventh one is uh, entitlement. So there is another way. Like I said, I have a more advanced quiz. So sometimes people get a higher score, but they're not actually exploitative. They're maybe super self-sufficient or super vain. I see this a lot. 
with people who are good looking, a lot of times they'll score very high here, but it's not as bad. There's like two kinds of narcissism. Decent narcissism and horrific narcissism. And once you start getting over here in the, so this is A zone, B zone. When you start getting in the C and D zone, you need to work on yourself. You're gonna have serious psychological problems you're going to attract bad people in your life. You're going to have a job. You're going to attract yourself into a job that's full of other people trying to exploit you. So if you're listening, ask yourself, are you somebody who always dates people who take advantage of you, always get into business with people who rip you off? One of the main things that I wanted to talk about is that there's a good book called The H Factor of Personality. It's by a very famous scientist. The H Factor, like H, like humility. Uh, H factor of personality. And basically, if you've ever heard of this kind of uh, the secret, you ever heard of this thing called the secret? It was viral a few years ago. People still talk about it. Well, scientists have found there is some truth to that. Like attracts like. So almost always when scientists do these studies, people of similar levels here attract each other. So you usually won't find somebody here in business, dating, relationship, or marriage with somebody here. So if you're found, like, I'll do this quiz with people, and people are like, oh my God, I dated somebody. I was married to the biggest narcissist on planet Earth. And I'm like, I got good news and bad news for you. The good news is you're no longer with them. The bad news is you're probably a closet narcissist. And there's something called introverted. Um, There's different people have different terms, but I call it introverted narcissism. So you can actually be shy. You actually come off very nice, but deep down you're a narcissist. And so one of the simple ways to test whether you're a narcissist, couple things. Number one, do you have a narcissistic parent? Because it's highly genetic, it's highly heritable is the term. That means you can inherit this through the DNA. Dr. David Buss, who showed me a lot of this and opened my eyes to this, he basically starts with that. If you have a mom or dad who's a narcissist who cares about themselves a lot, odds are you have a high chance that you are somewhat narcissistic. And interesting thing I read recently, scientists have found in your brain, here's you, If you're a narcissist, you're not always happy, although some narcissists are. There's a part of your brain, I forget what it is, your lower antibular or something like this, that actually doesn't have enough gray matter. So here's the thing. Most narcissists, they don't see themselves as narcissistic because their brain is missing something. It's almost like they have brain damage. Now, I will tell you, If you study science, why would biology allow so many people to be narcissists? And that's because there is some good things. If you got a high number here, there's some good things about it. Obviously, you'll have some level of confidence. Although, look, narcissism is more insecure confidence. Have you ever been around somebody who's confident acting, but you know deep down you can see through it and know, oh, this person actually gets their feelings hurt easily? That's more of a narcissist. So you don't want to get a high score on this. You just don't. It has a lot of problems. Now, 40, what you got, is like on the borderline. 
Here's my thing that I can usually tell with people. If you're watching this and you scored over, I can start noticing narcissism in a person that I meet. And I've tested more people than almost anyone on planet Earth, believe it or not. And Dr. Buss, who's kind of my mentor in this, he's, you know, maybe the number one evolutionary psychologist in the world. He wrote the textbook for Harvard and Yale and all this. I notice it around 35 to 40. So here's my advice to you. If you want to marry somebody, go in business, keep the thing below 40. When it starts getting 50 or 60, you'll really start noticing. And God forbid if you or somebody in your life is over 60. It's basically major psychological problems. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Occasionally, there's exceptions to this that I've seen. But, you know, for example, with this quiz here, a few years ago, when I first started administering this quiz to people and learned about it, there was a girl here, and I had her take this, and she got such a bad score. I went to her. I was like, just joking. I was like, oh, you killed somebody, didn't you? And she got quiet, and then we talked for an hour, and she admitted. She said, I'm the only person she's ever admitted on planet Earth that she killed somebody. She was bullied growing up in Chicago, and she hit somebody with a pipe behind the head. She's like, she's either dead or in a coma. And that girl had like, a hundred percent narcissism, okay? Or this first confidence ego. So people get confused and they go, oh, you want massive confidence. You do, but not really this kind of confidence. So that's why I call it confidence ego. There, you want secure confidence, not ego confidence. Ego confidence is very delusional. John Stockton says, Ty, I'm confused, what a narcissist. John Stockton, you play basketball? for Utah Jazz a few years ago. So here's a couple things if you want to understand. Narcissism, by the way, is not what people tell you. It's like extroversion and introversion. What people think an extrovert is is not quiet or not quiet. That's somewhat related, but extroversion and introversion is how your brain works. Basically, do you release dopamine, reward chemicals in your brain when new things happen? Extroverts like new things a lot. And introverts tend to like existing routines and they don't always have to meet new people and do new things. That's maybe a better explanation of uh, extroversion and introversion. Now, narcissism, most people think, oh, that means you just look in the mirror. No, that's vanity. And vanity is a subset of, and I put it on this page, vanity is one of the six attributes of narcissism. But I've seen people be very high on just vanity and low on everything else, so they don't get, this is a cumulative score where I accumulated everything together. 
All right, Luis Morales says he got a 62, 68, 14. Okay, Luis, that's not a great score, but I got good news for you guys that are not getting great scores. You can fix this, and you should fix it, I promise you. Don't bet against science. It's kind of like if you get on an airplane and a whole bunch of scientists and engineers go, ooh, this thing's built to crash, get off the plane. You would not argue with top engineers who, like, they did a little check on the plane. They're like, dude, the wings are not big enough to make this thing fly. This is going to crash and burn the second you get off the ground. You would instantly get off the plane. Well, this is built on very, very solid science. And like I said, it's been tested over hundreds of times in different cultures, different genders, different ages, different worldviews. So this number, 40, is about as high as you want to see. Now, I, for me, for example, I've seen my narcissism over time go down, which is great. That's why I'm somewhat optimistic on this first one. This, when we get to this third one, you got to be careful. This one is hard to change. This one's related to being a psychopath. Okay, let's move to the second one here. So cunning sneakiness factor. You got a 35. Okay, this is called, I call it cunning sneakiness. Scientists will call this Machiavellianism. There was an article I just read about Michael Jackson from Quincy Jones, the music producer. And Quincy Jones said uh, that Michael Jackson was very, very Machiavellian. And that's not a good thing. So this number two score, please watch this. This one is more dangerous than the first one, in my opinion. So this is Machiavellian. There was a, if you remember, it's, you ever heard the saying, you know, the, there was a book in the 1600s, I think, or 16th century called The Prince. And it was all about, you know, it's better to, is it better to be feared or to be loved? That's a famous quote you might've heard before. And it's a story, it's kind of this allegory of life. And it's a very cynical worldview. And that's why they named it after this Machiavellian. And they call it Machiavellianism. This one, be very careful. I watched this one immediately. Now, I'm going to tell you, this one person, I don't know where he is, but he got a 68 or something. This is sneaky, tricky, cynical, Two-faced, have you ever met somebody who won't be completely honest with you? They're going to say one thing to your face the second you're gone or friends are around. That is a Machiavellian person. And so this one, interestingly enough, almost always is related to one thing. You could say bullying or abuse as a child. And I, you know, I wasn't bullied growing up, so I didn't realize. I used to always see these anti-bully campaigns. I'm like, what's the big deal, bullying? Now I know. All you parents out there watching this, if your kids are getting bullied in school, I promise you this. It's better to have illiterate kids. It's better to have kids that never go to school. It's better to have kids that are junior high dropouts than kids that get bullied for multiple years. You will have, your kids will have scars for 50 fucking, oh, pardon my French, 50 freaking years. So if you think them learning social studies or some BS in seventh grade, pull them out, homeschool them, anything. Nothing's worse than bullying. I've tested literally, got tens of thousands of people. Every single time, 
If somebody's bullied, they develop a cynical approach. It's kind of common sense. If you're bullied, you have to learn how to cope. How do you cope? Well, you get sneaky. You say to the bully's face, oh, yeah, I'm your friend. And then when the bully's gone, you're like, I would stab him if I could. That's your coping mechanism. And then that carry, you hardwire your brain, and you never do that. And so I've noticed talking about your profession and your career, salespeople often are Machiavellian. Sometimes you'll be good at sales because you're a good liar. But you can also be, that's not a good reason to be good at sales. And by the way, that whole thing about, you know, there's this book. It's a very famous author. It's, it's called 48 Laws of Power. I like some of his other books. I don't like that book. It's all how to be very Machiavellian. And here's the bad thing. I told you earlier, like attracts like. So if you're a Machiavellian person, your punishment is not what you think. It's not that you're a bad person in karma or something. It's that people who will like you and vibe with you will be other highly Machiavellian people. So also in your whole social circle, is gonna be tricky people all around you. Now, if that's important, if that's something you want, you're a fool. You don't want people around you who are gonna exploit and lie to you. So here I find the score, it's funny, your scores are like right on the borderline. Around 35 is where I start to notice this. I start to notice, so if you have a score over 35, or you have somebody in your life, oh, here's somebody, Gilboy got a 35, 9562. Okay, Gilboy. If that's your real score, I promise you this. You must get serious psychological help, dude. You're gonna have a disaster of a life. Everything you touch is gonna turn to shit. You're gonna have hor only horrible people will wanna be around you. And now you guys might think I'm being hard on you. No, I'm telling you the truth. And so you can fix some of this. You can fix some of this. But you will have a disastrous life at that level. And you'll be a very unhappy person. Juan Roman said he got a 35, 51, 30. Is that good? No, not particularly. It's not about good. Let me be clear. Ben Keller got 17, 84, 20. It's not about good. Good is the wrong word. Like, think of it this way. Is it good or bad to eat junk food until you're 400 pounds? I mean, it's not a moral thing. It's not like if you're super obese, you're morally a reprehensible person. It's more like cause and effect. Think of it that way. So, if you got a 95 on this, it's not, it's that I can predict your life outcome. And if your goal is, let's say, to have a highly stressful life, then you are on track. If your goal is for good people to run from you and bad people, and when I say bad, I mean exploitative. So let me not use good or bad. If your ideal goal is to get all the people who like to take advantage of other people to be your closest allies, you're on track. If that's your goal, if you want to have the most two-faced, disloyal people in the world, that's what you want. Now, one thing I'll notice, people who leave comments on YouTube usually have a lot of mental problems. And that's not me saying that. Psychiatry, the uh, psychology today, the biggest, the, you know, the, the national kind of, website for psychology now, most well-known. They did a huge study on people who leave mean comments. They're twisted people. That's why I never, people are like, oh, Ty, when you get negative comments, does it bother you? I'm like, no, because those people are rejects. Now they can, I, I believe, even though I'm being hard on them, I believe that there's redemption. 
okay? Now, my, some of my mentors, Ty, are like, forget it. Don't do a quiz like this because it's only going to show people their flaws and they're not going to fix them. But I'm more optimistic, just so you know. I'm more optimistic. I think people can change if they want to, but I do agree most people don't have the courage or the self-discipline to change because it's not that easy. Okay, so this third score, which you got a one on, that's a great score. Women, forget everything you've ever read, heard in movies, women are not psychotic, okay? They're just not. It's women are rarely, rarely, rarely psychotic. I've seen it before, but rare. I don't, I've never seen a woman get 100% on this score. Never. I've seen men get it. I've never even seen a woman get a 90. I've seen women get like 50s, which is bad. But men, on the other hand, are much more ruthless than women. Women, somebody said that's a lie. No, women can be Machiavellian number two. I've seen that. In fact, I'm not sure if you go by gender who gets higher. I've seen men and women both high. I just, trust me, men are more dangerous than women in terms of like slitting your throat. But there are some women who will slit your throat, okay? But if, it, <laughs> let me put it to you this way. Would you rather be in a female prison or a male prison? You're both full of people who are kind of crazy. Which prison would you rather be in? And I'm not just talking about for physical strength reasons. I'm talking about women, female prison is not as bad as a male prison, trust me. There's men who score pure 100% on psychotic. That means they can kill you and they, don't, they put sweat sensors on people. They don't even break a sweat. There's people who murder you, they don't care. Now, there are women like that too. I'm just telling you the facts. If you wanna argue with the facts from the world's top scientists that have studied this in 72 cultures, from the Yamamamo tribe in Paraguay to Sweden to Australia, Yemen, everywhere, who have done 50,000 peer-reviewed you know, studies on, not 50,000, but have done peer-reviewed studies on 50,000 people at a time, women are rarely psychotic. And that's why I'm not surprised that you only got a one. The definition of psychotic for this, okay? And I've called it cunning, courage, ruthlessness. So a low score doesn't mean you don't have courage. It just means you're not ruthless. This, by the way, if you ever see a female with a high score here, you know something went wrong in childhood. And this one is very hard. This one's actually genetic too. It's not even childhood. You could have a normal childhood. Okay, Don Juan Palagos got a 78, 78, 84. Ah, I'm worried about planet Earth the more I do these quizzes. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Instagram influencers that I've given this quiz, oh my God. All you guys who like really pretty girls on Instagram, like Instagram models, uh, I once sent it to 100 Instagram models that I know and 89 got horrific scores. 11 out of 100 were normal. And I'm sure it's the same for men. Male Instagram fitness models or whatever. And I'm not picking on Instagram. There's some good ones, but my God, this planet is getting And I bet you it's worse than ever. Some people say, oh, you're just talking about the good old days. It never existed. I don't believe it. Because families are messed up now more than ever, even though there's been bad families. I mean, if you read, you know, Tolstoy or Dostoevsky in hundreds of years ago, there was horrible families. It's not like bad families are new, 
But the thing is now, there's this thing called the K-factor, which is a separate personality quiz. I don't have that on here. And K-factor, for example, is very predictive if you have a father or not. So, like, I grew up, like, you know, playing basketball in the projects. Zero friends of my. I remember on my basketball team, I played on an inner-city big basketball team in North Carolina called Enlo. Zero per- people knew their dads except one kid on the whole team. And so the K-factor gets messed up. You don't have two parents. You basically need, it doesn't always have to be a dad, but you need multiple normal figures in life. And now because of just the way the world is, that doesn't happen. I, my dad was in prison when I wasn't born. So I was born to a single mom. So it affected me too. But like I said, I want you to know, even though I'm kind of painting somewhat of a negative thing, There is, for those of you honest enough with yourself, wanting to make a change, it is possible to change. And you should change. And it's not changing for the worse, it's changing for the better. Okay? Brandon J got a 68, 46, 30. Brandon, it's too high. It's too high, my friend. Not trying to be mean to you. It's just too high. Zach got a 23, 62, 3. Zach, be honest. Were you bullied? Leave a comment here. Were you bullied? 11.30-0, Pam got. If you're being honest, Pam, that's a good, that's a better score. Once in a while, people lie on these, by the way. So if you lie, obviously, all bets are off. 20.84.30. Viral Space Media got a 97.23.6. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't have your name here. A 97 um, is not, that's a disaster. That's probably the best word. So I hope you can fix it. I'm going to put up a link in a little a second. Somebody said, be honest, Ty, I put my heart into this quiz. 11-11-1. Now, here's the thing. Now, let's talk about how this pertains to your job. Basically, a couple things. The narcissism one, if it's slightly higher, it is correlated with something called extroversion, being outgoing. So in general you'll have a slightly higher narcissism or confidence when you're more extroverted and you'll be more likely to be creative. So creative people, t- that so 40 or is like you have enough confidence to do things. So this is good news for you. You have enough confidence to do things, but your confidence isn't so high that you're annoyingly narcissistic. This one here doesn't help you at all in work, in my opinion. Some people think it does. They say, well, if you're sneaky, you'll be better. You'll be able to like negotiate deals. And there is probably some truth to that. But the counter argument is you will also attract sneakier people into your life. So it becomes an arms race of who's sneakier and more dishonest. So it actually, it's a strategy that seems like it would work well, but it actually backfires on you. So I wouldn't recommend that strategy at all. It's just, it doesn't really work right. So next... Let's talk for the second on this last one that I'm talking about. So this psychotic factor, number three. Okay, this is really measuring psychopathy, they call it. But I'll just call it ruthlessness, the technical term, right? So this one, you want low, okay? (laughs) If you're starting to get a, oh, here. Yannick Nixon said, my girlfriend had a 20-57-1. Okay, her good news, her narcissism's under control. 57 is very high Machiavellian. If it was me, I wouldn't want to date her. But, you know, uh, who am I to judge? Sometimes I don't know her. I'm just telling you, if it's truly the correct score, 
If you're dealing with somebody who's a 60, they're very cynical. They're always gonna look for the worst. It's somewhat related to borderline. If you guys ever seen The Sopranos, Tony Soprano's mother, Zach, I was watching, you know, she was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. That's similar to this. So borderline personality, it's always seen the worst, always playing people's emotions against each other, causing disruption. They're just never at peace, man. And what you want in life is peace. You want to be happy. You don't want to be stressed. These are all highly related to stress. By the way, just for those of you who say, well, this will help me in jobs, they've done tests on careers, paths of people who have high narcissism. It's not correlated with higher income. It's correlated with lower income. You can just Google it, narcissism work results, and you'll see they've done studies that don't do as well. Safi said 68, 35, 11. What should I do about my 68? Tupac was Machiavellian. Maybe. Do you want to have the life that Tupac had? I mean, that would kind of be, you're like proving my point. When you're Machiavellian, you attract more Machiavellian people, you get shot. Yeah, no, that, that's, I like Tupac's music. I would rather have a different life outcome than Tupac. No offense to Tupac, but uh, Damien, Mar- so you notice, man, Marco Escalaris, 1578. <sighs> you know, an ideal world we live in, just imagine this life you live in. Your friends are truly loyal to you. They have your back, your family as you were raised, had your best interests at heart. Just imagine that world, man. The, be- the weird thing about social media now, it's actually flipping it where we're, and politics, we, we idolize the worst people in the world. Don't look up to presidents. Presidents on these quizzes to be, why would you wanna be president of the United States? Do you really think people wanna be president because they really care about other people? Please. Maybe why, go start a charity if you want. Most po- politicians, if not all of them, I won't say all of them, would get horrific scores on this. I don't believe it, especially world leaders. In fact, when you study history, we, for the last 10,000 years, humans have followed horrible people. That's what we do. And people are like sheep following wolves. If you're a sheep, don't ever follow a wolf because a wolf wants to eat you and kill you and use you for their purposes, which is their life. And so one of the things that you can use this quiz is to start, and remember, you're not judging people. People are giving you their own answers. You're not judging them. You're asking them questions like, one of the questions on this quiz is, are parties better when you get there? Are parties not good when you're not there? Some people write they're horrible when I'm not there. I mean, there's some people so delusional, they think nobody's having fun at any parties on planet Earth until you come. That's trouble. There's people that you're fine that are in your life right now, I promise you that they are waiting for their chance to step above you, step on top of you, your coworkers. Just think about your job, think about your bosses. So I use this, as, that's why I call it compass. It's like a compass keeps you north-south. And I don't have a perfect score, but I'm aware of it. And so for a lot of you who are asking me, how do you fix it? First step is to be aware of it. So let me, I'm gonna come to that one second. Ruthlessness, this is being psychotic. This is low empathy. They've actually found, you see in the news, I saw someone in the news that like 
chopped up their own kids and like just went about their day. That's a psychopath. It's actually, they're missing something in their brain. They don't care. They don't even actually have the ability to care. This one's a serious one. If you have super high psychopathy or this third score, it's outside of my ability to help you. You have to, I'm not a psychologist. You have to find people who are trained in that. And the people I know are trained in it are like, oh, you can't even fix it. You can just try to contain it. So yeah, not my area of expertise. But the first two, I think you can adjust. So let's talk about how do you actually improve yourself? I'm telling you this, awareness and admitting it is about half the battle. Just being like, oh yeah, I can see it. I have a friend, I won't say who. He's so narcissistic, it's insane. This is a true story. So he goes, Ty, every time I text you, you don't text me back. He's like, you're not. He always jokes, we're good friends, but he's like, oh, you're not being a loyal friend. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, show me your WhatsApp. I can show you where I've texted you 30 times and you take five days to reply, but if I don't answer you in one hour, you're like, oh, you forgot about me. That's, and he can't see it. So I finally pulled up on my phone. I said, I'm gonna scroll through our last conversations. Tell me when to stop. So he had his eyes closed. Stop. I stopped on a random one, sure enough, exactly what I said. I had texted him October 1st and he replied back to me October 6th. And I said, see, you're the one. And he, it took him. Even I was showing him evidence, and here's me. Oh, you wrote me, and I wrote you back in three hours. Over and over. It took, even with showing him hard, irrefutable proof, they couldn't get it. I bet you someone in your family is like that. They're so one-sided in their arguments against you that you're like, are you insane? My answer is, technically, they are a little bit. Narcissism is you have missing gray matter in your brain. So some of you are not going to admit you're a narcissist. You're not going to admit you're Machiavellian because you don't have the ability. You're missing that component in your brain. And so you got to fight against that and you got to come back around and you have to admit it. It's the smartest way to hire. Number two, you should use numbers like this. So you have a hard and fast measurement. It's kind of like if you're trying to, you know, run faster. You use a timer. You use numbers. You're trying to lose weight. You use a scale. And you go, okay, I used to weigh 180 pounds. Now I weigh 175. It's giving you absolute measurements. So you need that. That's why I like this quiz. Even if it's not always 100% accurate, it's giving you, like, the overall vibe in a kind of a objective way. The third thing you can do that I, you know, years ago I created this program called the 67 Steps. I'm going to put a link up. If you can go for, scientists have found, if you can go for about 67 days trying something new, you can change habits. And by the way, these are all habits of thinking. These are all habits. So the reason I created this 67 Steps a long time ago is because there's a lot of, scientists used to think you could change yourself in 30 days. Tony Robbins used to talk about 28 days you can break a habit, bad smoke, you know, smoking, negativity, pessimism, procrastination, all those habits we have in our brain that we don't like. And then the scientists found that's not true. The average person takes about twice as long 
And they found it takes about 67 days. So I built this program in 2014 and I started taking people through all these step-by-step lessons, one lesson a day that my mentors taught me. So I'm gonna put a link up to that. I recommend you get that, but that's not the main thing that I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you that as a bonus. I'm recording a set of advanced, in-depth, scientific solutions to each of these problems, okay? Not just me, but I'm doing it with, like I said, top scientists, top psychologists, and I also, there's one more quiz. The reason I don't put this other quiz on my website is because it takes a little longer. It's about a 25-minute quiz. It's not that long. It's under 30 minutes. With that quiz, you can know everything because with this quiz, it just gives you your overall worldview. It gives you those three dark triad, your narcissism, Machiavellianism, and, and psychopathy. But there's other things you need to know. For your career, you need to know your conscientious level, conscientiousness levels. So those are things like organization, perfectionism, diligence, prudence. You need to know your agreeableness uh, levels, your emotionality levels. So what I did, and this doesn't exist anywhere on the internet. There are 16 personalities. That'll test your Myers-Briggs. That's unimportant. Myers-Briggs is is 5% of what you need to know about yourself. I love 16 personalities and what they're doing, and they're on the right track. But if you talk to top scientists, they will laugh at the Myers-Briggs test. They laugh at it. They're like, come on, man. What are you, in the Stone Age of psychology? Myers-Briggs was developed in the 40s or something. It's like driving a Model A car. You want to drive a Model A car? You want to you fly in a wooden airplane? Like, what was Zach, we need to take you in one of those biplanes. You know those ones with like an open cockpit? The Wright brothers. That's how old that, technolo- that, that test is, and it's not very good. So what I did is I went out on the internet. I took, not on the internet, academic universities. I said, let me have every test that actually has real science behind it. Put it all together. Hexaco test, big, uh, the big five test, which has now been surpassed by Hexaco. Let's look at attachment style tests. I threw in the Myers-Briggs. Let's test for things like openness to new experience and all these things. Let's do even cognitive ability. So I put that all into one quiz. I don't put that on my website because honestly, it's too much to just throw at people. If you've taken the time to watch this, then you you might be ready. I'm going to put a link up. I'm going to put a button here somewhere on my website, or if you're watching it on social media live, you can go, and um, it's, ty, what is it, tylopez.com slash life quiz. Now, if you go there and you don't have access, it might be full. I, I want to do this as a test group because... I've always found I do better when I, before I launch everything large scale, it's kind of like a beta program, like Google has beta, Gmail used to be in beta. So this is my beta program. If you want to get in, you go to tylopez.com slash life quiz. And this is a whole paid program. We're going to go through it for 67 days. You watch the set of videos on your phone. You can listen to them audio if you want. You're going to get access to a full quiz that's going to go in-depth like nothing. I promise you this. There's not, you cannot find anything close to this online or anywhere. No, it's never been done before. I know it. It took me a long time to do. I had to work with Dr. David Buss. I had to work with these top scientists and go, let's go and make something that's insane. I remember being on the phone with him. And we're continually making it better. 
There's other worldview tests you can do, political views. There's, like I said, there's the K factor. I don't even have the K factor. It's called life history. That's a whole nother thing. I haven't had time to do that. It's going to take me six more months to build. But go to there, tylopez.com slash life quiz or click the button. You're going to get access to a full quiz. It's a, now, the reason I'm charging money, like I said, it is a uh, test group. I want to let a small group of people in. We're going to have live calls on Tuesdays. Give me two months. Let's change your life. And I'm not saying that in a cheesy, motivational way. I'm saying this stuff works. I've done it and lowered my scores from out of the healthy range into the healthy range. I've seen that it can be done. A lot of people don't think it. Some, I'm much more optimistic than the average psychologist, by the way. This isn't going to work on everybody because let's be honest. Some people aren't honest with themselves and they're not going to really do it right. But if you are, let's go for it. It's a 67-day program. I will also, if at the end of the 67 days it didn't help you, I'll give you all your money back. So it's a test group, but it's going to work. You're going to be blown away. This is what they should have taught you in school. This is what they should have taught me in school, all of us. That's my whole name of my game, everything that they should have taught us in school. Jackie Piston said, this test has 70%, if not more, of Hexaco questions. It does have a lot of Hexaco questions. But to be, but Hexaco, first of all, it's not all Hexaco. Hexaco is not even Hexaco. Hexaco is built off Big Five, a lot of it. Um, and Hexaco, if you go to take an open source Hexaco quiz, it doesn't give you anything. It has nothing. It just gives you your results. So we're going to provide the interpretation and specific step-by-step things. Okay, let me take some questions. I got 090. Are low scores bad? If you got low scores, so 090 just tells me a little bit about your life worldview. You have a good worldview. You're healthy. But you need this more advanced quiz, which is going to go into the things like what's your work style, what career you should choose, all those kind of things. Wow, somebody got a 45-96-56. If that is true, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to let some people in this thing. (laughs) Not that there's no hope for some people, but that is a crazy score. To get a 96 means at some point one of the questions were like, do you like picking on weak people? Some people mark, yes, I agree. I'm like, what the, what is wrong with people? But it's true, we all know that inside, we all know that from life experience. There's some people, if somebody comes in who's like crippled or handicapped, some kids laugh. They're like, ah, look at this, you know, person who's retarded. People are screwed up, dude. People are screwed up. The most, if I could be 19 years old again, and have somebody start from scratch and have somebody teach me business, life, public speaking, social media, marketing, all this, what would I want to learn first? This. This is more important than anything else that I know. So the most important life skill, it makes me the maddest because nobody told me this first and it's, you know, a disaster. Greg Wake got a 35, 35, 60, Three, Greg, you, and I'm also tell you, some of you are going to get high psychopath scores. Greg, you should probably be going to the military, my friend. You should become a Navy SEAL, a firefighter, a police officer. So some of these things, Daniel Shilov said, this whole podcast is pre-recorded. Daniel, Daniel's going to get a bad, by the way, when I see people post stuff like that, guarantee you Daniel has a bad 
cunning, sneakiness factor. He probably got a 60 or a 70. So everything, is, his worldview is always like, oh, everybody's trying to pick on me. It's because you were probably picked on at some point. There's no way you had a normal upbringing with that comment. None. That's why I don't get mad anymore. It's more, everything is a psychological tool. You can use everything that people ever do to you to begin to understand how the world works. That's the most important thing you can do. That's the most important. I want to understand how the world works, man. And this allows me to do it. Aaron Brown's got a 35-90-246. Lucas, so you really reading this message right now? Lucas, what's wrong with your Machiavellian score? What happened to you? Let me just ask some people. What happened to you? Don't go into details, but like what happened? What happens as you, that you see the world as a deep, dark place? Did you have Tony Soprano's mom as your mom who just was like, oh, everybody's out to get you, son? Did you have a mafia father who was like, you got to fuck them before they fuck you? Like that's some people's worldview. You don't actually realize that by having that approach, you attract people who do actually shoot, shoot you. It's, a, it's like self-fulfilling prophecy. That's what people don't get. That's why people who get screwed over continuously get screwed over. You know, I've been lucky. I've had uh, 13 business partners. I have no bad stories. I've never been ripped off by a person. I'm not saying I'm a great person. That's not my point. But I'm not high Machiavellian. I don't get that high on this score. So I don't attract sneaky people. My life, you know, I don't have that. Now, I have been around sneaky people, and I've attracted more than I should have. That's why I came up with this whole test group. Damien, 35-60-30. Yeah. Hugo, I like your score, 40-15-0. Now, once I got, I once dated a girl who got the best score ever. She got like a 3-0-0. You're going to have a good experience with that person. I can predict your life outcome with that. If you get somebody, your ideal score, if you want to date somebody, is 0-0-0. That will be your best score. Now, on the other more advanced score, for some of you who go to tylopen.com slash life quiz, there's a more advanced score. Um, that will go into many other factors that are very import, important. So you don't want everything to be zero. These you want to be zero. Vince got a 57, 46, zero. You know, Vince, it's too high, man. You don't want really anything over 40. And you have two things over 40. So the good news is you got a zero on psychopath. Somebody said, where are you guys taking this test? Tylopez.com slash quiz. Let's see here. Did anybody get a nice low score under 10 on everything? Here we go. Miguel Rivera got a 15, a 7-15-0. Brian DeLeon, 11-52-6. Brian, be honest. Were you bullied? Or did you have, it can be a home. Bullying can start at home, man. Parents can be bullies. Parents, just let's be honest. Parents usually are the worst thing for their own kids. That's why, you know, if I was a, if I was a king, you know what I would do? If, I, if there was an emperor of the world, here's the best thing you could do. Everybody has to be raised by their grandparents because nine times out of 10, your grandparents are way nicer than your freaking parents. 1530, that's better. 1126 is pretty good. The worst score I think I've seen, someone got a 97 on the second one. That, to get a 97 on the second one, I don't know what you wrote, my friend. So to be clear, tylopez.com slash quiz is the introductory free quiz. 
You can send that to all your friends and your family. It's totally free. tylopez.com slash quiz, just the word. If you want to go on the special test group, go to tylopez.com slash life quiz, which has a more in-depth quiz that covers many, 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 many other things. Okay? Cameron got a 6460. By the way, a little test. If you ever text somebody, uh, sorry, if somebody ever texts you and you don't answer back and they send you three question marks, I guarantee you they have high on this first score. That's just a little example of what happens when people are narcissistic. They're like, how dare somebody not answer me back right when I want to? But when you text them, they'll answer whenever they feel like it. Somebody said, that's a lie. I was abused like hell from my parents, my grandparents. Jacob, I know that. I'm saying in general, I said nine out of 10 times, grandparents are nicer than regular parents. Not always, but nine out of 10. And Jacob, if that's true, you should take this test. You wrote to me in all caps. That's a bad sign, my friend. People who write to you in all caps, usually they need help. I'm not calling them crazy. I probably shouldn't do this. It's somewhat of a demeaning thing, but I don't know. It is what it is. By the way, people, totally obsessed by getting rich instantly, usually score higher on this first one. But there's actually another test for that. It's, uh, it's one of the H factors. Didn't get a score after you finish. If you didn't get the score, that means you missed a question. Back, click, and you can do it again. People in cryptocurrency often have a lot of mental problems. There's some really good people in cryptocurrency, but some of the worst scores I've ever seen are people in cryptocurrency. Just insanity. Insanity levels, like 90, 90, 90s. And I think it's because it's new and it's kind of like, ooh, cryptocurrency. So it's like very weird people are like, ooh, I want, it's kind of like, you know, I won't say that'll get me in trouble. But uh, if you go to some basements of some people in America, you, you don't know what you're gonna find down there. And that's a little bit related to this stuff. Somebody said all people on YouTube have mental problems. No, not quite like that. I don't think all people on YouTube have mental problems. And look, I don't, like I said, I wanted to be blunt with everybody, but I'm not saying that I have the perfect score on here. So don't think that I'm looking down on people. I told you I didn't. I got mine down. Mine used to be 51. And now when I answer it honestly, it's about 40. So it's still, it's right on the border of where I'd like it to be. I wish it was 30, would be better. So Jacob Jones in all caps, do you answer anyone's snap? Six question marks. Guarantee you Jacob Jones on YouTube. This is not right. What happened to you, Jacob? Something happened to you, son. I don't know where it happened, man. Something happened to your brain, but you better unfry your own brain because here's the real truth. Whether you go on my test group or not, if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else will. Nobody else, no, no one else even knows this stuff on planet. Dude, go talk to anybody. Ask them what their dark triad score. Ask your school counselor. Ask your parents. Jacob Faster got 14, 92, 35. Is, this is bad. This is very, why are you a 92? Jacob or Jackson, what happened, man? Honestly, because that's a, that's a serious psychological it's kind of like this. Think of it this way. Imagine if you broke your arm playing basketball when you were like 14 and no doctors existed. So it was a bad break. It was like sticking out and nobody ever did anything. You just kind of wrapped it up. You know what? You'll be permanently crippled. 
You have to break the bone, which hurts, and reset it correctly. And since nobody talks about this in the modern world, if you could, and since you can't see it visually, it's in the mind, that's the problem with mental problems. If it's physical, you can see it. Somebody has a huge wart on their face. Now with modern plastic surgery, by the time that kid's 12 years old, somebody's going to go in and, you know, put a little, what do they put that, uh, super liquid nitrogen? They're going to burn it right off. But with mental problems, you can't see it. And with now the modern world, we actually celebrate people with mental problems. They're the leaders of countries. Imagine Kim Jong-un. You know what that guy would get? Leader of North Korea? Imagine what Adolf Hitler, imagine what Stalin got. I meet people go, oh, I admire Stalin's leadership abilities. I'm like, you probably do admire him because you are high in psychopathy. So you're like, oh, that person <laughs> reminds me of me. That's People are attracted to people who subconscious subconsciously remind them of themselves. Narcissists love each other. That's why once in a while I'll see couples on Instagram and I'm like, oh my, you you see like, cause I know some of these people personally and I'll see them and I see, I have friends that are like, oh man, if I just had a girlfriend like that, I'm like, oh no, that ain't a blessing my friend to have that girl as your girlfriend. That's a damn curse. You wish that on your enemy. Be like, ha ha. I hate that dude. Let me figure out a way I can get this chick. And I'm sure it's vice versa. I'm sh- and there's a lot of guys. I'm not picking on uh, girls. Guys are just as bad. In fact, as I told you, in general, men are worse than women in my experience. And not just my experience. Men have more psychological problems because women are not psychopaths. Very few women can run over a puppy with a car and not feel bad. Tons of men can. Tons of men will be like, well, I was on my way to work. It was in the way. <laughs> it was night. It wasn't my fault. Plink. That's the definition of a psychopath, too. Uh, but sometimes psychopaths are good. If you want a bodyguard, you want a psychopath. If you want a um, Navy SEAL, you want a psychopath. If you want a police officer, your house is being robbed, you call somebody in the middle of the night, you want someone showing up who has, these two don't matter, but you want a hundred psychopaths. They'll just walk in and blast away. And hopefully they don't blast you. But uh, yeah, Ted Bundy, psycho. Now, some people like Ted Bundy, these serial murderers. I don't know enough about that. It's outside of my experience. But it's people who are serial, like people who eat people and stuff like that, I don't know. That's not on this test. This, if you're a cannibal, we ain't going to find it right here. What about the women that marry them? What about, I know women marry those psychopaths. That's usually narcissistic women. Because I would say usually that's, uh, that is related to psychopath, uh, to narcissism. Okay. Single for life, Lena Recolette. That means you're probably a narcissist, by the way. Somebody who says they want to be single for life, that's their goal. That's highly related to narcissism. That's called self-sufficiency. If you take the narcissism inventory quiz, you'll see that. You don't want to be somebody who says that. You ever met somebody who goes, well, I'm... I'm going to first get super rich, then I'm going to get married. That's not the best. I heard that when I was, it probably influenced me. It's stupid advice. Psychopaths are too selfish. No, psychopaths are not really selfish. That's not the correct way to think about psychopaths. Psychopaths have no empathy. It's different. Empathy is different. Empathy means you literally don't feel bad. You could like pop off a head of a hamster and be like, ah, I don't care. That's a psychopath. I mean, that's not a great explanation of a psychopath, but that's basically a psychopath. They put these skin sensitivity sweat detectors 
And a psychopath, if there's a um, gunshot that goes off, they don't get scared at all. They don't sweat at all. They're like, la, 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 I feel great. And that's why they're good police officers and Navy SEALs. So that's why I said, um, you don't, it, there are times when you wanna be around people with messed up scores. Like I said, if you need a bodyguard, you probably don't, if you are the president of the United States and you wanna hire secret service, you probably don't want the nicest person on the planet protecting you. You want a mean ass person that's gonna blast somebody in the face. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.